0: Hello.
1: Hello. Just got to wait for the others. You can hear me right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah. Cool. Oh. I thought I'd use my um, like gaming mic, so you can actually hear me better.
3: That makes sense.
1: Yeah.
4: Hello. Can everyone...
3: Hi, Hi ben. ben. Can everyone hear me? Okay.
4: Uh...
3: Yeah. Yep. Good. Yeah, I'm I'm trying out my laptop to see if the microphone's slightly better. And if it's not it's easier to, to use, evening.
0: Good evening.
2: Good evening. Hello, Alan.
0: Just had a bit of a microphone malfunction. It wasn't on a allow. I had All right. that as well. I had to go into my settings to change it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I love Chrome, but sometimes it's a little bit too secure. Mm. <laughs> and I'm just paranoid. I have it blocked for everything. <laughs>
5: there we go.
0: I won't
3: lie, uh, uh, this was kind of like the hurdle we had to get over, because next week's one is what I'm much more excited for. <laughs> Hello
5: Lauren. Thanks Hi. for
2: doing the big finish one. Alright, Yeah. us just check, to... check everyone Hi, Lauren, can um, hear me. So, Alan?
0: Yep, I can hear you.
5: Lauren? Yes, Miss, I'm present. <laughs> ben?
3: Uh, yep, I can hear you fine. And Josh? Yep, present and correct
2: so hello and welcome to the tiktok Hoovian watch along special woo so today as i just mentioned their names (laughs) um so if you just introduce yourself and give us your tiktok handles starting with ben
3: uh hi i'm ben my tiktok is at bones4918 and the reason i haven't uploaded it very much recently is i've been very very busy
5: Fair enough. <laughs> Lauren. Uh, pff, I forgot my own name. Hi, I'm Lauren. And my TikTok handle is um, Time Lady Two Time Cosplay.
0: Alan. Hi, I'm Alan. My TikTok is Dr. Retro.
2: And Josh.
0: Hello, I'm
1: Josh. Uh, my TikTok is at Gallifrey Stands.
2: So this week we watched the Witchfinder episode, which is a thirteenth Doctor adventure. So it's a it's a new one for us, lot. Lauren, give us a like briefing of what this episode is about.
5: Well, primarily it is about the um, witch trials in. Lancashire, I forgot the town Lancashire, uh, but there is an alien incursion which
2: the Doctor has to fight off Now, am I the only one that kind of secretly wishes that this was a pure historical?
1: No, no I'm, I'm with you It should <laughs> have been that. historical, however I feel like it would have been difficult, to like having a look at the story and having a look at the kind of um, backing of it I think it would have been difficult to do as a purely historical unless you bring in magic, which you know, Doctor Who is loath to do
3: well, the, the McCoy era did it twice. They just went, magic! And everyone went, okay. <laughs> that's true, We'll roll with it,
1: but, like, why? The thing is, nine times out of ten when Doctor Who does magic, it's it's magic. Oh, wait, no, it's, it's sci-fi, yeah. it's actually, not oh, magic.
0: Well, <laughs> a, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic, they say, don't they? Yeah, yeah that's, that's the that phrase, is isn't
3: it? One of the best quotes from this episode. Uh, it is. Do we want to start off with, like, general thoughts on this? Go on then, Ben. Uh, because I thought the first half was really good. Mm. And then Alan Cummings shows up as King James. And he is in a different episode.
2: That I agree. I totally agree there. Like I love is... him. Don't get me wrong. I do think he's really good. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't. he doesn't seem to be playing it to the same depth as everybody else. Does that make
3: sense? He's giving this, like, pantomime performance.
1: But, I mean, he plays King James perfectly, because King James is a pantomime character anyway. Hmm.
5: Well, King James had um, supposed uh, schizophrenia, didn't he? And I think that Alan Clemens does really well to sort of get those sort of weird looks off to the camera and stuff like that, that you don't... The thing I think that imitates.
2: the thing I think that irritated me with the introduction of the King's James characters, I don't feel like they needed all the mask stuff at the beginning.
3: No. No, I agree. With that you. that builds it up that maybe he's the menace, like, at work here. And why is he wearing a plague mask? Like the the plague isn't for a while yet.
2: I kinda wish they'd got him up a tree, like in the token from visitation. <laughs>
3: Hello, weary travellers! I am a thespian, yes! She's I!
1: <laughs> Sometimes this episode just makes me feel like the uh, whoever the historical advisors are on the show just had a day off and they just, like, put all of the stuff from that period and hope for the best.
3: Remember the visitation, guys! Remember how good that was? <laughs> well, we're gonna have all of the charming elements of it, but we're going to have all of the non-charming elements of other stories in it as well.
5: I mean,
3: yeah, that's, that's the, very much <laughs> it. The, the one thing I, I noticed while watching this, the first time I'm the second- this is the second time I've watched it, I haven't re-watched it since 2018, but I noticed it even more this time, is why didn't Chris Chibnall break the rule of no returning monsters for Series 11 in this episode? Because this would have been a great one to bring the Carrionites back. Mm. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, that actually fit the story. <laughs>
1: Because the, the the villain doesn't make much sense. They're just like, uh, they're buried in a tree that's actually a prison. Like,
2: Hello, we're mud people. Yeah, You're it's just it's just, just mud a mud bit out. random. <laughs> although although my kid, it doesn't scare very easily, but he is petrified of the mud
1: people. So I mean, I it, really
4: right
1: <laughs> The makeup on the on the. She's like the queen of them, isn't she? Because, yeah, the Morax. Because, yeah, that's the one. I forgot the name of her. But she was creepy, <laughs> to be fair, when she gets like taken over. That's that's creepy.
3: Well, essentially, yeah, yeah. it's zombies as well.
1: There's a lot of elements to what they actually are,
3: isn't there? Yeah, it's a, again, I, I think it's an issue of too many elements at play.
1: Mm. That, that, the
2: that mud that's not mud.
1: Yeah, I mean... It's also tentacles really? but also zombies but also aliens do you, th- do you
3: think the bbc have like a dartboard of like stuff they need to make scary you know in the rust of two davies are
0: <laughs> statues shadows mud children mud. Do, do you think also that they, they could have made more of the, of the of the satanic animals and the the horses that had to be shot and maybe yeah, we never that was saw just a, any of that it was a passing comment and they just they didn't go into it any further why didn't we see that because it hmm. wasn't in the budget <laughs>
5: we, they, can't, they, they weren't allowed to shoot horses in that
0: episode. They, they so couldn't they, afford they, the red they, contacts for the horse.
2: No, yeah. what, it, what it was is they couldn't afford the horses, so they had to come up with a reason why they couldn't have any horses. They had a massive oh, budget, yeah. though! <laughs> it all went <laughs> towards dunking Jody, in a lake.
1: Yeah, she took, it, she took oh. a pay rise for that scene.
3: And that one spark effect for when the, the Witchfinder woman touches the chain. The entire budget went into that one spark. No, somebody was rubbing a
0: balloon on their jumper for about half an hour
3: beforehand.
2: <laughs> Although. Although, I must say, I've seen the behind-the-scenes footage of Jodie getting dunked. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, they, <laughs> no were, moaning, they were moaning that it was cold anyway, weren't they? Like, um, it was
4: snowing! It was
2: actually yeah.
1: snowing! They filming, didn't they, for the snow?
4: Yeah. Wow.
2: <laughs> Bless her.
0: There's a couple of things as well. Um, the f- first thing is the um, the lady who gets dunked at the star, she takes a very short time to actually drown, which I know yeah. it's possible, but it is very, very, you know, it's, it's literally secondless. The,
3: the Doctor's down there for a very long time. She's good mm. at
2: holding her breath.
0: What makes me laugh
1: as well, having watched, because I watched Witchfinders and then watched Rosa at work as well. I've watched it three times this week, and as much as I love Doctor Who. I'm getting sick of that episode now, um, but like three <laughs> episodes prior to this, she's like, "We can't mess with history. Like, we can't stop this happening. Like, Rosa has to sit, and we have to stay here, and all of that." And then three episodes or whatever it is later, she's like, "No, nope, I'm going to save the witch."
2: Well, in all fairness, right at the start, it is basically her saying to yes, we can't touch anything. Nothing can be touched, and then it's like, "Oh, she's, nope, oh it's don't." don't I just I just reckon the doctor should just, should just stop saying that because it's never <laughs>
1: it never yeah I feel like Yanda could have said something more there as well because she moans about not not messing with history and Rosa And I feel like she should have had a big chat with the doctor about how She I think I have just changed my one
3: problem with Rosa It just came to be there. What's that? Sorry.
1: Why isn't the meddling monk in these episodes? Well,
2: oh, don't even, don't even, don't even <laughs> go
4: there. Well,
2: that is
1: Crasco, isn't it? They should have. We're on a whole different. It
4: wasn't monk!
1: Yeah, it should have been the monk. Do they have the rights for the monk, though? I think they do. I, feel like I'm...
3: I, I don't think he has specific rights. He's not one of those characters that ha- that is in the hands of the creator, I don't think. Yeah, he's
2: not like the Rani.
3: Or Omega. Or
1: Omega. Yeah. Or K9. And, not, it's, and uh, the Daleks. It's really annoying yeah. characters yeah. that are known by not the BBC, really, isn't it?
3: But can, can you imagine even if, like, the Monk was behind this? I've been messing with history and I've been manipulating all of this. That's much more interesting than mud.
1: It would have been a really yeah. good, like, like, the vote Saxon arc as well. Like, he's been behind everything the whole Yeah, that... that would have been... A, it would have made series 11 ten times.
3: He's, he's what made the TARDIS disappear in uh, Woman Who Fell the Earth. Mm.
1: That would have been good.
3: Right, hold on. We're writing this down. We're making a flowchart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meant to be talking about which not the entirety uh, of
0: Series Eleven. I feel. Did did we also require the the, the slightly homoerotic relationship between um, King James and uh, Ryan? <laughs> that was a bit. I
2: really love that.
1: <laughs> I liked it because King James. <laughs> there is historical evidence behind him being gay, isn't there?
2: Well, the,
3: there's some. There are other kings of England that there's considerably more king james was a weird pick i just
2: love i just i just love ryan's reaction to it all
1: he's just so awkward but i mean He's awkward all the time. Yeah, it's true.
3: Yeah, people complain about Yaz not having a character. I always thought that that problem lay solely with Ryan. Yaz isn't that bad. Ryan is. I, mean, I think Yaz is perfectly fine. I think Ryan is the one who needs more development.
1: I saw a. I saw a. Someone put on a um, Facebook page the other day the, the script from that first scene of Series Eleven where you see him. Yeah, on I YouTube, saw that. Where it said how he's like grinning cheekily and it's like, mm, don't he never think he was. <laughs> Yeah,
5: See, he's, I, he's a bit I, emotional. I think in this episode, because um, I, I, I'm i not a huge fan of Yaz, I think she's a bit meh, uh, but in this episode I feel like she has a little bit more depth to her. Like,
1: yeah, more to do, speaking. I think.
5: Yeah, yeah, She actually has use, she's not just there to be like...
3: Isn't it funny how Liam doesn't do anything and he's the best part of the episode?
5: Oh, yeah.
2: This is one thing I love, this is... They couldn't they couldn't have done this, this story, I feel, with a male doctor. No. This story only works purely because we now have a female doctor. But it's nice because but it's um, nice because she's having to try and go over those a different hurdle.
3: See, I, w- I wanted to bring this up because when I was watching it I was thinking this would be a great one to really explore having a female doctor. Yet yeah, the episode, I think, felt a bit too scared of doing that because it draws a bit too much attention maybe to being a female doctor. So we kind of get this hodgepodge where for the first half of the episode, they really don't address it all that much. And then for the second half, it's, oh yeah, she's the one, we could do this bit. And it feels like maybe this episode wanted to do it, and then someone said, We don't want to draw too much attention to the fact that the doctor's a woman. And then then someone else said, But we could do that, make the story more interesting this way. And as a result, it comes out a bit of a hot mess.
2: Yeah. I kind of feel like this is a very writer's room story. Yeah. So they're all sat around a table throwing ideas at one person.
0: <laughs> Chibnall's just like, Please stop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't
1: take it anymore. I think we're at the same, yeah, at the same yeah, time.
0: At the same time, you da- they were damned if they did and damned if they didn't yeah, with I that as well because we would have criticised them if they'd overdone it and if they, yeah. obviously if they had underdone it as well. So but,
3: but what really nice is that they, they, they've tried to do both.
0: Yeah, that's, exactly. That's the
5: thing, if, if they actually did it, it would be very true and very historical because the, the sexism during the witch trials was rife. Right. If you yeah, had any I, woman of intelligence, they were a witch.
3: I actually wrote a paper on this a few weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and uh, based on which trials in Europe, were they gender-side or not? I feel like I need to talk to you about this that, later. That's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and th- that's why I really enjoyed watching this episode was, oh yeah, I remember researching stuff like this.
1: That's the thing, it's even better when you've researched it and you come and it's like later, and you're like, oh, I actually know what they're talking yeah. about,
0: or you come back to it. Well, that, you, that, that, even down to is, Becca, it, 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 her character there, the only reason she has any respect is because she married into wealth. And yeah. to be fair, she's not the brightest woman in the whole area. She's just kind of following a rhetoric that's been thrown in front of her. Say <laughs> exactly, and, and that's and that there is was the problem with the sexism of the time. A woman who had a, a, her own mind uh, w- was was a strange thing. No, everyone was against it. So she was fine because she didn't have her own mind. She just did as she was told. I think hence the
2: doctor ended up being dunked.
0: Mm. I think you've got to feel sorry for Becca a little bit as well, because obviously she
1: she gets attacked by this thing. She doesn't know what it is. She's just trying to get rid of it, and the only way she knows to do that is faith, and then gets mm. uh, kind of martyred for it. And you've you kind of got to feel
0: a little bit sorry for her. F- fear plus, plus religion is one of the most dangerous things in the world, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. But that's another story. That's another rant.
3: So, but again, I I'd bring up the, the problem with Becca is... Yeah, they're set up to her being the monster all along. Like, you know, she... It's its almost a Scooby-Doo moment. Uh, with the... With almost the, Like, they have that scene where they root around her room. But it's kind of forgotten about and never discussed re- after me. that. The revelation comes really
1: late, doesn't it? That's the problem.
3: Yeah, and then, then, they, then, then they just go, "Aha, Old woman Morax!
1: I think you're... Uh, <laughs> bad mascara that runs. I think that you're... Um, comparison to Scooby Doo is perfect there because it's the whole episode them chasing them around shadows, <laughs> and then obviously the mask comes off at the end.
5: Yeah.
0: And and there's also the little bit where we think that um, Willow is trying to poison the Doctor when she gives her a drink. Oh, I don't fancy it. I'm a bit sick. <laughs> when I first watched it, I was I was thinking, ah, she gets a sleeping portion or something. Yeah, so, I
5: like that they did that scene because they they were thinking about cutting it originally and I like that they kept it in because it is that whole like the, Yaz looks at the doctor and the doctor looks at Yaz as if to go well is she trying to kill us like
0: yeah do we trust yeah.
5: her we don't know her like we, we're very trusting but we can't because like this is the witch trials could this See, be the, onto the, the something?
3: issue the issue with that scene is then you just turn, you trust everyone you meet yeah like constantly
5: not everyone can be good so that's the thing that's the whole thing isn't it and she's just yeah. like yeah I'll have this cup of tea." <laughs>
2: the costumes lauren Ooh. yeah
5: <laughs> i just see i don't know too much about these costumes they're done very well i can say that but I'm with it the, the story to me is good so i didn't pay that much att- this is gonna sound really bad i pay more attention to costumes when the story is a little bit weaker Oh, but crimson that... Horror. No, well that's different! <laughs> I think that, that's more of a
3: byproduct of the fact that Lauren has watched Crimson Horror so many times that she doesn't it's like the yeah, plot it lives
5: rent-free inside my
2: brain. <laughs> I think the thing, the thing that got me obviously not so much the costume side was the outside of the house and the downstairs of the house to me didn't match the upstairs bedroom?
3: No, the the upstairs bedroom looks like a much smaller house.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. you
2: can tell. You can tell that's a completely different location. It didn't feel matched up well at all. it's Probably because the outside is, of
1: the house is in Lancashire. The inside is in Cardiff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the downstairs is different to the upstairs. That's what I'm saying.
1: Don't be ridiculous. They didn't film this in Lancashire. Everything is Cardiff. They filmed, oh, ever, is is they Cardiff. filmed it. Or a quarry somewhere near Cardiff.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say it does like the whole look of it in terms of like colour grading and that it all looks re- it looks really bleak all the time. Mm. I really love the opening ten minutes, particularly. Mm. Like um, until King James shows up, it's a really, really dark and menacing and really depressing Hartnell esque historical.
2: But you say until King James turns up, that bit when um Thirteen's tied to the tree. Oh, when know. they have that when they have that scene between just the two of them. Yeah, I think that a... is possible for me, that is the out that is the scene that stands out the most.
1: Yeah. yeah. The... I... Sorry, gone.
5: I was going to say, I think that's the closest we've got to the I'm the Doctor kind of thing, because she's getting into his sort of mind Head. and kind of breaking him down. Because we know he's like a bad guy. We know he's a little bit paranoid, but we don't know the full story. And what she says in it, I was watching it back and I was literally like, yeah, this is her. I'm. I It's nearly the I'm the Doctor speech, but she doesn't get to, it's, it, it's just missing that like, they, they last haven't... bit.
3: They have another moment like that in this episode where where she's trying to introdu- when she introduces herself, you know, she comes out of the water, she reaches for the psychic paper, she hasn't got it. Why? If she just had it, that moment would be much better because she'd be much more intimidating yeah. as a presence. Can point. I
5: just
2: say, I've reenacted that scene on TikTok and I stood under the shower in my house <laughs> and got drenched from head to toe and done that scene on TikTok but the other thing as a 13th Doctor TikToker all I'm, oh, I'm thinking right now is why have I not done the Tide to the Tree scene? I need to do this yeah.
0: <laughs> Another question, why when you did that scene did your clothes and hair dry and fix themselves as fast as, uh, as they did in this episode?
2: Well, I, I didn't have a massive roaring fire
0: <laughs> well, I suppose
3: yeah how much time passes between that scene of her coming out of the water and then them all being instantly dry
2: in all, fair- in all fairness though at least her hair's not perfect I would have criticised it if her hair went back to perfect hmm. this is such a girl thing to say but her hair looks like it's dried naturally does that make sense Lauren?
5: Yeah, it makes sense. I I did notice that as well, and I was like,
1: yeah. Probably because they filmed it on a different day. Yeah, but if you even before they get to the house and the roaring fire and whatnot, you can see her outfit is bone dry, like it's not even slightly damp.
5: You say that. You companion said something. She'd
2: be like, time lord technology. Time lord technology. There's the thing; her hair's still drenched, but the, but she's still walking as if she's drenched. So at least she's acting like she's wet.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah but that for me, that scene where she cut like you, what you say about the psychic paper, I feel like that's quite a big issue with Jodie's era yeah. so far. Is that they will make a, a small joke or a little comment wherever wherever they can, um, and for me, it feels like they're trying to be too much like early tenant and it doesn't work. I'd rather she be a bit more serious. The reason it
3: doesn't work is because Early tenant took the Doctor seriously. Like, they, they'd have a joke at his expense a lot. That that, that does happen particularly in series four. Um, but, uh, no, that's more late tenant. but they, they would... Like, he'd never be undermined like that. It, it honestly feels like they're not quite taking the character of the 13th
0: Doctor seriously. She could be a lot darker, couldn't she? In- yeah. Oh, like that, we've
3: that, had
4: this,
2: we've had this yeah we 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 want we want dark pretty like she
1: can't do it because as i said like i said i've watched rosa loads this week and that whole scene in in the warehouse where she's talking to grasco and she like destroys all of his technology that's really dark
3: Mm -hmm. that scene in Spyfall where she throws the master to the nazis yeah
1: so there is some darkness with
3: her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like there are people who love that scene and there are people who like
0: vehemently hate it (laughs) as uh, as long as (laughs) they don't do it as long as I don't do it Hollywood style, which means d- dye the hair and put some goth makeup on to make them yeah. dark. <laughs> do you <know? laughs> I mean, you've
2: done that, yeah. haven't you? I, just know, do season I, 16, I have myself 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, I completely forgot what it was. I've literally only just finished editing the other what belong. So my ADHD is incredibly high right now. <laughs> my flow of conversation is a little bit up and down, up and down. What was I going to say? Dull uh, psychic paper.
3: Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I was going to well, say, I was glad the, to see the,
2: that. The one thing, right, so in the episode that I can never name, the one with the lone Cyberman in the house.
3: Haunting a villainy
2: about it. The psychic paper doesn't work because it's wet. So maybe that's one of the reasons, because if she, like jumped in the river with her jacket on it would have got wet and then the psychic paper wouldn't have worked one thing I love about this episode is the Sonic is not stapled to her hand
3: mm, that's a good yeah. twist yeah
2: because let's she face it, it twice doesn't she yeah let's face it mm. most of the time 13
1: it's like super
2: glued to her fingers
1: and I, I feel mm. like I'm going to get some hate for this but I can't st- Dand, the flourish that she does where she uses her whole body and does like an arm arc every time she uses a sonic It does my head but, but
0: just like just somebody of, locking the doors on their Audi
2: just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> just just have The 13th doctor cosplayer because that's the fun bit
5: but then, <laughs> but then
1: Matt with it, the flick the fl- Have you seen the interview of him about the flick though? he asked for that mm. he broke it Many times <laughs>
5: the thing is jody's jody's arm with the sonic is dangerous i hit someone at comic-con trying to do it i was doing it on a video and i smacked someone around the face it is the
3: ugliest sonic screwdriver we've ever had oh let's not talk
2: about the sonic my mind goes to x-rated places with that sonic
3: yeah i know i also immediately thought that
1: i know what it looks like but i mean i recently got the the uh, sounds childish, but I recently got the toy of it. Mine's in my desk. I, I <laughs> hasten
2: to, to remind you, me and Lauren are 13 Doctor Cosplayers, so we have that Sonic. So oh, no,
0: no I mean, I about, the word right? toy. Ahem. Uh, me too. I'm joining. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fun, <Alan>. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got that one. It's, it's a, technically I actually haven't because it's my birthday next week, and it's supposed to be a birthday present, so I haven't got it yet. <laughs> it's in the cupboard somewhere. <laughs> yeah,
2: but no, I've really got want- like I really want the
3: 720 though. Hmm, yeah. But it's apparently less accurate, but it's smaller, and it twirls. That's the the the
2: only reason why I want it, is
3: because the top spins. That's the only reason. it looks cool. It looks really cool. Considerably more interesting.
2: Katie has it, and I want it too! It's not there! damn
3: Americans. <laughs> no, that, that, that Sonic should not have gotten past the ideas stage because it looks awful.
0: Or oh, oh, it should have been just for that one episode until she got a proper one, do you, yeah. I think. It
3: should have been uh, like like that for one episode and then she changes it like the top. She, say she just slots it into something in the tars and it comes out a bit cleaner or something just, just a more streamlined design because that curve though it is really comfortable the
1: whole thing what i would have quite liked is if she would when she got gets the tardis back in ghost monument is if she uh goes into the tardis and she's like what do you mean you don't like it like talking to the tardis and then yeah. it just pops out a new one and she's like ah yeah that's better that would have been really like and that would have been a funny like comment for her that is necessary i feel mm. Mm. Yeah,
3: because I I think it it is just a, it's a mistake, like, given the, shall we say, (laughs) X-rated interpretation of it, and it being the first female Doctor, perhaps that design shouldn't have gotten past market. like, shouldn't have gotten past (laughs) any any form of checks
5: but this, like it, this is the thing and, and the sonic is the perfect example of them not really trusting to have a female doctor like yes we've got her but a lot of like you say, there's a lot of episodes where she gets belittled a little bit too many times by the protagonist do you know what I mean it, it, yeah. we don't we don't have We don't have good writing for Jodie. (laughs) Like, if we're being completely transparent, that's... But
3: apparently, according to the people that have read the comic in Doctor Who magazine, the people that have read the novels, the people that have read her... Apparently her Titan comic series is brilliant. Mm. Like, everyone who isn't writing for TV is apparently doing much better stuff. And really cracking that... Uh, Formats because I think I I am one of those people who thinks three companions is too many. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know
1: I'm looking forward to having it. just Yes.
2: Well, all the they you would have thought they would have learned by now because with the five Tardis crew with Nissa yeah. Nissa Turlow and Tegan, all they ever do on, the all they ever do in the behind the scenes for the big finish stuff is moan that there's too many companions. So you mm. would have thought they would have learned. By now,
3: there is a reason there are only two big finish stories with Adric, <laughs> and it, it's not it's not that Adric is a is a bad character because big finish would have fixed him. It's the fact that they cannot, in all good conscience, write Five's TARDIS team with any sense of like balance. No,
2: but you say that they do make they do make it work because I'm a massive. I'm we're going on a completely different tangent now, but I've got to dig up my Nissa girl. I'm a big fan of the older Nissa series, and that's free companions, and that's written very well. But then early, early Doctor Who, where you got Polly, Ben, and Jamie, that it you. I feel like Ben would have been a better character if Jamie wasn't there. Jamie pushes him down, so free doesn't work there, but was Three is too many for thirteen to cope with.
3: It's a balancing act, and I think some. I think someone actually looked at Sarah Jean Adventures when, when they were writing, uh, the like the sort of ideas stage of series eleven. You know, three companions, and they all serve one distinct purpose. And then the one distinct purpose thing got lost in translation because Jean Adventures is a really good series that did balance a doctor-like character and three companion-like characters <clears throat> and, of course, people of colour. And it was really good at balancing all those aspects and making sure that each character had something to do.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think someone in the idea stage said, let's try and do that. And then they lost sight of the fact that they needed something to do and they result what what results is a series or season 19. Uh, problem where we've got three companions and one of them has to get shafted every week.
1: I think yeah. the problem with three is that you can't develop them, you can't give them all their own story. However, I'm bringing it back to Witchfinders here, um, They they Witchfinders does it actually quite well in that they all get their own little separate stories in that episode. Splitting them up a bit, yeah. yeah so obviously you've got guys with the girl, I forget her name, and then that's the one. And then Ryan with the king, and uh, Graham's doing his witchfinder general stuff.
3: Graham doesn't need a plot; he's wonderful. Regards. He's just there, <laughs> me, Graham. I do secretly
2: oh, yeah. wish because we were talking about Crimson Horror last week, and how the Doctor and Clara are in period dress. Now I even. It's just got image of my head of Graham
1: in period He would love it. He'd be the only person enjoying. Well, I also it. quite like the hat with like his like normal clothes. It just looks so ridiculous. Well, am I the only person that sees that? Like, it looks like there's a bullet hole in the hat. Yeah,
0: there, yeah, there is. Yeah, he's pretty it's I got shot. They, they do mention it.
3: Yeah, and I was like, oh, did did they not fix that? Graham's head's gonna be cold.
0: <laughs> I feel like there's more important worries in the fact that I he's. I love the son. Well, the, you say about dressing up in period dress. Um, obviously, uh, Bradley Walsh has been in pantomime, so he's probably mm-hmm. used to sort of dressing up quite fancy. I, I know this because um, my, my girlfriend actually worked at the theatre and helped dress him, so she was telling me a story about that. <laughs> Back well, in the that's
3: day. Required context. When my he was buttons. Bradley Walsh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's good in he's good in pantomime. He was uh, in my town years ago when I was a kid, and he was hilarious.
3: He's good in uh, everything. Yeah. I think it's difficult to say he, he has this charisma to him.
0: He's, I you know. Know. And he's tried everything in his career. He's been a footballer, he's been a comedian, he's been, you know, a presenter. Singer, he's a, definitely doctor. a jack of all trades, and he's just enjoying what he does.
3: Yeah. you can t- I always feel like, regardless of the script for Doctor Who, Bradley Walsh is always going, right, we're going to really be enthusiastic about this. We're going to give it a go, and, and we're going to try. And I, I do appreciate that, particularly when it, it seems like everyone else has been directed to do the opposite.
5: I wish for um, Bradley Walsh we had, like... I know it's going. It's not going to happen, obviously, but I wish we had a story that was, like, just him, just Graham, and yeah. just the Doctor going off and doing mm-hmm. their own thing. Like, something happens to the other companions, and they just... Have to fix the day, just those two, I don't even need the novel.
3: doctor in that scenario. Just a Graham. I want
0: to see Bradley See if these spin-off series.
5: That's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna call it. That's
3: the Graham Adventure. <laughs> he's gonna skinner. end up in the
0: parallel universe with where, where Rose is, and he's gonna be the one, you know, the, the savior. <laughs> he
4: has like, Doctor
5: just Bradley. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm yeah. not being funny. Big Finish are doing Rory the bloody Roman, so anything's
1: possible. Who <laughs> asked? I mean, I feel like again, it's Big Finish, so it'll be great. I'll yeah. listen
5: to it the minute they're being like Bradley Walsh is saving the universe every week. I'll be like, yep, I'm on. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be down
1: for that. But we say, who asked for Rory the Roman? Who asked for Christina?
2: Oh, don't get me started.
1: <laughs> That's a <laughs> weird theory. I right, like
2: Christina's. so all I am waiting for is Charlotte Bloody Pollard blood Free, and everything else is getting announced but that one thing and it's ridiculous
3: really up.
1: Five series coming out.
3: See, people complain about DivaTown getting way
1: too much and I always kind of think, like, he hasn't done a whole no, lot. No, it's just all come at the same time, isn't it? They've got... They've
3: got yeah, it got, you know, it's all come around the corner at the same time and it's... It's really bizarre because you're like, he's the one doctor that like classic Who fans, vehemently don't like.
1: So, yeah. his hand. but I've just got this. I've just got this image of him going, yeah, I'll do a big finish, and then him then being like, yeah, you're in it now. But I what, here's the
5: thing? Do any of you have standout scenes in The Witchfinders? Like, if you think of the episode, is there a particular scene that makes you go, ah, that?
1: Yeah, like, it is. The that, it is that tied to the tree bit for me because you see Jodie as what I wanted Jodie to be. Mm. in this kind of like i'm a female doctor but that doesn't make me different i'm still the doctor i'm still strong and and, and can screw the hell out of you <laughs> yeah
5: that, that, that honestly that's the same for me that's...
3: See, for me it was the like the entire sort of first five minutes um from when they arrive to the witch trial at the start apple right i love my, apple
1: bobbing. i hate the apple bobbin bit so much. I
3: really like that. I really like the scene. It's it is cr- it is cringy and it is it's first ridiculous. Doctor. But it's nice. Yeah, I and, and it, got it quite nice right there scene. though for me. Yeah. For me, for me, it's nice to see um, them arrive in a historical setting and immediately not quite notice something is wrong. Like they, the doctor's first assumption, and Yaz uh, like, and she tells Yaz Graham and. And Ryan, you know, this is just history. It's cold and it's uncomfortable, and you know we can't do mm. anything. And then she starts thinking, oh, maybe something's wrong. But it, it's it's a really good opener that I. It makes me wish it was a pure historical even more because we do get a window into what life is like here in the in those five minutes.
1: It's a bit like that one with Ten and Bill where they arrive on the Thames. Um, that's mm. a similar thing, isn't it? They arrive and they're like enjoying the carnival, and then it's yeah. and then it's not like that at all.
5: Do you guys think that Willow would make an interesting companion if they picked up a historical companion?
1: Yes, I do, because I really liked Willow. Okay. She was very subtle, wasn't she? Yeah. But she played it very well. She played she that kind of actress. Actress. She, was quite well. she was a very well picked actress. Mm. Oh, mm.
5: yes. I think all the acting in it, like all the all the actors they picked in that episode, even if they're not used to their advantage, they're still brilliant.
2: Like even Alan little boy right at the beginning.
4: Mm. Yeah. yeah.
5: And all he says, all See, he says know, is like, mine... it's
0: Sunday. <laughs> He's hmm. got so much sass. <laughs> I know. Sunday. <laughs>
5: it's like, oi, idiots.
0: You it's do Sunday. this every Sunday. <laughs> I might I might be going off on a tangent here, but I still want to find out about the milk wars that they were talking about. No, <laughs> did anyone spot so, like... that? I feel like, why did she have a hangover from milk, or what, 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 what am I missing? <laughs> So like We
5: need that in the next series, don't we? What
0: the hell is the milk war? Why see, see I, I think Willow
3: would have just turned into another Katarina. Because, and and it does come down to that what that first story means. But with a historical companion, you need to introduce mm-hmm. them to very sci-fi-esque elements very early on. So I'm going to pick two historical companions as, as an example for this, but... Katerina and Charlie Pollard.
4: Hi, Charlie!
3: Katarina <laughs> <laughs> is in a story that is purely set in her time period. There is nothing getting involved in it. And as a result, she just thinks the TARDIS is a temple. And she's such a bizarre companion as a result. Mm-hmm. Charlie is introduced to aliens in the first story. And they're like proper alien aliens. They have really weird technology. And as a result, Charlie is introduced to this future technology much faster so by the time you get to her later stories she can go oh look that's a mobile phone and it she's still from the time period she's from but she's not lost in modern time periods and i think with willa if they had made her a companion she would have needed a more sci-fi based story do you think that, to that really something that?
0: along the lines of her witchcraft uh, being uh, having actual witchcraft and maybe some psychic powers would have worked yeah, a bit like Madame yeah. de Pompadour when she kind of saw it into the doctor. Yeah, yeah. But you that say that,
2: work. Jamie. Jamie's first story was a pure historical.
3: That's true. And then
2: they go, and then but they Jamie's go, to, very... and then they go to Atlantis.
3: <laughs> but Jamie was different. a very and Polly
2: place. gets turned, to, tries to get turned into a fish person.
3: Because <laughs> you know, Doctor.
2: <laughs> doctor who, Let's you never
3: discussed the underwater menace ever.
2: Yeah, you <laughs> watched it today. And my son was glued to the telly, even with the telly snaps.
3: So wow. Madness is not a glued to the telly type yes, of stuff. But
2: my child enjoyed it, so there you go. <laughs>
1: that's that, that that that's actually me and my turn. <laughs> I love it when kids enjoy a classic Who. Hey?
2: Oh Noah's yeah. so good. He loves he loves he loves all that stuff. I mean his favourite Doctor Who episode is Tomb of the Cybermen. Brilliant.
3: That's a good one. Okay it's not it's not only classic who
1: it's black and that's white that's, that's, that's Is there a possibility awesome. that he might have been slightly brainwashed though
2: Oh no 100% yeah. no no because <laughs> I I I no. I've said this before on this podcast I um I do not like Victoria So that's not an episode that I would choose to put on over and over and over and
4: over <laughs> and over <laughs> again So in he it.
2: loves the Cybermen that's what it is but if yeah, I if I do. was trying to brainwash him into like in a black and white Cyberman episode, it would be Moonbase.
1: Moonbase is good.
2: Mm. Yeah.
3: Moonbase, I think Invasion is the best one.
2: Oh, that one's so boring.
3: <laughs> yeah, a bit I love it so much. Uh, it's one of those times where I looked because I, I watch all of classic Doctor Who on BritBox, and I was like, oh god, it's eight episodes. I'm never going to get through it. It's gonna uh, like I will have to take tea breaks, and I never stopped. But.
0: <laughs> Who imprisoned the Morax in the hill? Or yeah, S- Sil- so never Silurians? Silurians,
2: right, maybe? That sounds like a Silurian yeah. thing.
3: That's a more interesting
0: story.
5: I'd
2: yeah, be alone with that.
3: <laughs> yeah, where was
0: the fuck mm. we
2: with the exclamation?
0: That's Niamh what I was thinking. Again. I kept thinking I'd missed it.
2: We could have got Nevin again. Because she's the only person who can play a Silurian.
3: Or we could have done real Silurians, you
5: know? Ooh, no.
1: We talked about this last I week. I know
5: we did, really but
1: still. <laughs> I mean I'm confident that we're getting we always some
5: talk moments. about
1: them. I want they're another Sontaran thing for me. I want them back. Like i <laughs> want back as a villain.
5: <laughs> Is that what talk we so it what you talked
1: about? I haven't listened to it yet, guys. Come on.
4: We I've only
2: just I've only just started I've only just started, only just started stopped editing it. <laughs>
3: Like we we did have a long conversation about how the pattern gang, as as much as we do love them, uh kind of screwed over. The
1: Santarans.
3: The Santarans the and the Silurians forever.
1: Yeah, well at least we're getting the Sontarans back. The Silurians will follow suit eventually, I'm sure.
3: I'm sure. Right.
2: So overall overall, how did we find Witchfinder?
5: It's a good episode. It is. It's a good episode if you sort of just yeah. need to stick an episode of Doctor Who on.
3: It... Uh, I, I think Stu full on YouTube described mo- all. he has a brilliant editorial about Chibnall's Who in general it is a functional product it is, every, all the pieces are there to make a Doctor Who episode so it's really difficult to call any Chris episodes well Chris Chibnall era episodes mm. bad the worst they'll ever be is average it's,
5: yeah it's still Doctor Who it's and not it like is... you're watching a completely different yeah. show my, my nephews yeah. love it they, they really got interested in, in uh, the Witchfinders after watching it. So it yes. did its job.
3: The Morax are scary. Yeah, so
5: that's what I, mean. it, I feel like, for me, personally, it's a good episode, but it's not one that's necessarily if you're a hardcore Doctor Who fan.
3: Yeah. I, I almost, when I was watching it, saw it as like almost a fourth Doctor and Leela story where I was like, that'd be pretty interesting. And just, just think of like all the other TARDIS teams I could see this with. Uh, where the plot would change dramatically
5: yeah like if they yeah i agree with if they stuck with the actual morax as the alien it would have been a great fourth doctor story unlike yeah. it needed something it, slightly d- like the Carrionites. i'm i'm standing by it the Carrionites would have yeah. made that episode for jodie absolutely cracking probably would have been my favorite P- people
3: would people would be going remember that awesome one with the if it was a two-parter with the Carrionites, people would be going this is one of the best doctor who episodes we've seen I agree, in years yeah. 100% yeah.
4: agree
3: I'm and agree.
2: i do i do now the- kind of wish we had a flashback scene to who imprisoned them in yeah. that hill cuz it'd be
4: even If Revolution it, if it was that. the
2: Silurians, I feel like that would have been a really good
3: flashback to add to it. Can, can you imagine a yeah. Morax possessed Siluria? Silurian? Silurian? Like a, a Silurian possessed by the Morax.
0: That would look awesome. I'm
2: sure Niamh could have hilarious. done it very well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as it stands, as it stands, it's, an, it's what I... I Class Doctor Who episodes in two things. They're either part of the long-run story or they're a standalone episode. And, and the test is, if we skipped this episode and went straight over the top of it, would you lose anything from the series? And in this one, I kind of think you wouldn't. Mm. You can almost yeah. pull it to one side on its own and you could have skipped it completely.
3: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because even on the Doctor Who series... Doctor Who is quite episodic. Mm, well, that's why I love it. Like, you, don't, you don't have to watch every episode to get a, a good idea of it. But if... Say, with let's take series one, the epitome of modern Doctor Who, and the, the standard uh, I do hold it all to. Um, it's not necessarily the best, but it is the best standard to hold it to. Every episode in that serves a purpose, regardless of whether you like that purpose or not. Every episode is yeah. needed for either whether it's character or whether it's plot. Yep, yeah. And this episode has very little of either. Mm. I think it
1: has more character than plot because I think more of Yaz and you yeah. see a bit more of Graham um
5: they but... just want to show off the actors I think like
1: they you get, get a to really do.
5: good Alan Cummins bit you know what I mean you get a really kind of interesting side of Jodie it's not so much about the plot but the actors
3: <laughs> yeah but it, even then it it could very easily just be skimmed over because none of these characters are developed enough for us to care
5: yeah
1: I think, I think <laughs> is that it's it's safe, isn't it? It's not it's not a brave episode. It's just we're gonna do this historical with a bit of an alien. It's a, it's a series eleven episode for me.
3: It, it's like the first season of Paul McGann. audios. yeah, yeah it's, see it. it's
5: before they trusted Jodie to be the Doctor. Yeah, true. Like, yeah. I feel the more the more we get into her reign, the more we're seeing her side of the Doctor. And in that episode, we we like I say we get a sneak peek, but we do not get the. I'm the
3: doctor. Uh, I think series thirteen could be brilliant if they if the if the writers are comfortable with this doctor, we could get we, we could be in for one of the best series of months. Yeah, I, I agree.
0: Looking forward to it so much,
3: much. And, I, and I hope we are. I I, I really do. I, I I think a lot of people get confused with me because I, I often do say you know I don't like thirteen zero, and you know there there are of course there's people who. Who you know go yeah yeah it's it's filled with F- F- SJ- SJWs and I'm like no no that's not why and then there's the other camp you go well why why do you not like this and it's you know because I I, I I know it can be better and I I expect better and I think these actors and these characters deserve yeah, better
4: agree.
3: and I don't criticize it because I want it to feel <laughs> I want it to improve so no, that's much. The
5: thing, you're not- you're not kind of bad-mouthing it and being like, this is the worst. You're no. like, no, I like it. I just want it to be more than it is. You're know it can it, be you? brilliant, yeah. and right now it's just a bit, eh.
1: <laughs> well, I think, and I'm not going to say what they are, but from what I've seen of the leaks for Series 13, I'm very, very confident.
3: Oh, we talked about those <laughs> last week as well. <laughs> I don't want to say what they are, just <laughs> in no case, way. you know, anyone
1: hasn't seen them and doesn't want to see them. But, yeah, there's, there's some stuff that I've seen that, made me very yeah. excited. Yeah, same.
3: Uh, that one shot of the TARDIS in the street and
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, there's nothing else in that image.
2: So yeah, we watched the uh, <laughs> Witchfinders episode this week and next week we're doing a seasonal special. We, uh, we obviously yes! have Lauren and Ben next week because they are our permanent features, if you had not figured it out by now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi! Hi! So next week we will be doing a Big Finish audio. We will be doing The Chimes of Midnight, which is a Paul McGann and Charlotte Pollard audio. Yay!
5: Which so, I've never heard. I, I,
3: I would squeal, but I think it might be so high-pitched it won't go through the <laughs> this microphone. This my
5: first time. That will be like, my first time listening to it ever. So everything I say is going to be completely... Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, so fresh and kind of. It's going to be my genuine, proper opinion, not even thought about. I'm going to listen to it on the
2: day. Oh, I'm so, so excited. Next, ne- yeah, so, um, next week, we've got Katie Haynes on as well and um, G as well. So, could be fun. We will see. So, thank you all for joining me. So, today we have had. Anyone?
1: Uh, uh, Josh Califro <laughs> stands. Ben, Bones
5: 4918 Lauren, Time Lady 2 Time Cosplay.
0: And Alan, Doctor Retro.
5: Thank you all for joining me.
2: I will see you all again soon. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.